Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Wednesday the 26th of August. Quick look at the website richmondhudselparish.org.uk. The latest resources and podcasts is the 23rd of August. So we've got all the resources from the weekend, Bishop John's sermon. You can watch the service that was had, uh, the communion service, the spiritual communion service. You can watch that on YouTube. You can still watch Martin and Anna's wedding if you haven't seen it. And there's lovely photos of that on the What's On page and also in the gallery. This morning at 9.15, if you're getting this before 9.15, then there is a service of the word, which is our blended worship. Paul is leading that. He's our curate. Uh, that's in church and on Zoom and on dial-in as well. All the information about that's on the What's On page. And then I haven't added it on yet today, but there is going to be a YouTube video with Rod and Jim and Sandy who make up Forum. Um, and they've done the Bells of St Mary's. They've recorded that for us. Um, the first bit of it has got them singing the song and then there's a fair bit of banter on it as well, mostly because I haven't worked out how to edit it out yet, but it's very lovely um, and it's really sweet. Mm -hmm. So it's that lovely Bells of St Mary's song. If you've not heard it, I'll make sure I get the link on at some point today and go and have a look. Church is open today for a private prayer between um, nine and mid-afternoon. And I think that's about it. Scott, is that it? That sounds excellent. Wow. And you mentioned Sunday? No. So Sunday is Bishop John at 10 with Paul preaching. And that will be a Zoom service as well. well and Zoom and in person. Yeah, Zoom and in person. So that's a blended service. And from church in the afternoon at 4. 4 o'clock at Arches. And just a heads up, a week after that, uh, quite a few discussions going on this week. So the week after that, will, that's it, will be uh, the Which feast one? for the birth of Mary. And because it's been in our minds for some time, we've been looking for an opportunity to bring back communion of one kind. Mm. And that is what we will do. Um, Martin will be presiding. That's on the 6th of September. Uh, communion of one kind. Uh, as part of that 10 o'clock service. So one more Sunday of spiritual, spiritual communion. And then the Sunday after, we've got a bit of planning to do to get that to happen. But um, that's just under the to flag up for the Sunday after next. So to clarify, that means that Martin will have wine, is that right? And then we'll receive the wafer. Those who wish to receive the wafer absolutely. can do so. I know some will and some won't in church. And they'll still be the Zoom facility for those who are uh, wishing to stay at home. So uh, um, all things to all men and women. Um, and uh, that, so that's the Sunday after next. I'm sure that was as clear as mud. At some point that will all go on the website. But um, we're having fun. So morning prayer on Wednesday the 26th of August. Oh Lord, open our lips. And our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Oh Lord, our governor. How glorious is all your name in all the world. Your majesty above the heavens is praised out of the mouths of babes at the breast. You have founded a stronghold against your foes that you might still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider the heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have ordained, what are mortals that you should be mindful of them? Mere human beings that you should seek them out. 
you have made them little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honour. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands and put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen, even the wild beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever moves in the paths of the sea. O Lord, our governor, how glorious is your name in all the world. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. Amen. A Psalm is 119, verses 105 to 128. O deal with your servant according to your faithful love. Your word is a lantern to my feet and a light upon my path. I have sworn and will fulfill it to keep your righteous judgments. I am troubled above measure. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. My soul is ever in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your commandments. Your testimonies have I claimed as my heritage forever, for they are the very joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfil your statutes, always even to the end. I hate those who are double-minded, but your law do I love. You are my hiding place and my shield, and my hope is in your word. Away from me, you wicked. I will keep the commandments of my God. Sustain me according to your promise that I may live. And let me not be disappointed in my hope. Hold me up and I shall be saved. And my delight shall be ever in your statutes. You set at naught those who depart from your statutes, for their deceiving is in vain. You consider all the wicked as dross. Therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you, and I am afraid of your judgments. I have done what is just and right. Oh, give me not over to my oppressors. Stand surety for your servant's good. Let not the proud oppress me. My eyes fail for watching for your salvation and for your righteous promise. O oh, deal with your servant according to your faithfulness and teach me your statutes. I am your servant. O oh, grant me understanding that I may know your testimonies. 
It is time for you to act, O Lord, for they frustrate your law. Therefore I love your commandments above gold, even much fine gold. Therefore I direct my steps by all your precepts, and all false ways I utterly abhor. O deal with your servant according to your faithful love. O God, save us from ourselves, from double standards and divided hearts, and give us pure light and life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Have we got a happy reading or a sad reading? Well, it's still trying to sort out who's in charge. Sad, it will be King David, but uh, it takes a while. 2 Samuel chapter 6. By the time we're finished doing these, I want to have to read them. Mm-hmm. David again gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. David and all the people with him set out and went from Baal Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name of the Lord of hosts, who is enthroned on the cherubim. They carried the Ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were driving the new cart with the Ark of God, and Ahio went in front of the Ark. David and all the house of Israel were dancing before the Lord with all their might, with songs and lyres and harps and tambourines and castanets and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah reached out his hand to the Ark of God and took hold of it, for the oxen shook it. The anger of the Lord was kindled against Uzzah, and God struck him there because he reached out his hand to the ark, and he died there beside the ark of God. David was angry because the Lord had burst forth with an outburst upon Uzzah, so that place is called Perez Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of the Lord that day. He said, how can the ark of the Lord come into my care? So David was unwilling to take the ark of the Lord into his care in the city of David. Instead, David took it to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. It was told King David, The Lord has blessed the household of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him, because the ark of the God. So David went and brought up the Ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David with rejoicing. And when those who bore the Ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fatling. David danced before the Lord with all his might. David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the Ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Mishael, daughter of Saul, looked out of the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. They brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it, and David offered burnt offerings and offerings of well-being before the Lord. 
When David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the offerings of well-being, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts and distributed food among all the people, the whole multitude of Israel, both men and women, to each a cake of bread, a portion of meat and a cake of raisins. Then all the people went back to their homes. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon it while he is near. Let the wicked abandon their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from above, and return not again but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread to eat. So is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me fruitless but it will accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the task I gave it. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Return to the Lord who will have mercy, to our God who will richly pardon. This one's going to be happy in ten. Um, this is more of the speech of Stephen. Uh, I don't think we quite finished the speech tonight. So Stephen uh, is speaking to the courtyard. But as the time drew near for the fulfillment of the promise that God had made to Abraham, our people in Egypt increased and multiplied until another king who had not known Joseph ruled over Egypt. He dealt craftily with our race and forced our ancestors to abandon their infants so that they would die. At this time, Moses was born and he was beautiful before God. For three months, he was brought up in his father's house and when he was abandoned, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and brought him up as her own son. So Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful in his words and his deeds. When he was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his relatives, the Israelites. When he saw one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his king's folk would understand that God through him was rescuing them, but they did not understand. The next day he came to some of them as they were quarrelling and tried to reconcile them, saying, Men, you are brothers. Why do you wrong each other? But the man who was wronging his neighbour pushed Moses aside, saying, Who made you a ruler and a judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When he heard this, Moses fled. 
and became a resident alien in the land of Midian. There he became the father of two sons. Now when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai, in the flaming of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. And as he approached to look, there came the voice of the Lord. I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Moses began to tremble and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the mistreatment of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their groaning, and I have come down to rescue them. Come now, I will send you to Egypt. It was this Moses whom they rejected when they said, Who made you a ruler and a judge? and whom God now sent as both ruler and liberator through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush. He did lead them out, having performed wonders and signs in Egypt, at the Red Sea, and in the wilderness for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up a prophet for you from your own people as he raised me up. He is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our ancestors. And he received living oracles to give to us. Our ancestors were unwilling to obey him. Instead, they pushed him aside, and in their hearts they turned back to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make gods for us who will lead the way for us. As for this Moses, who led, out, who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has happened to him. At that time they made a calf offered a sacrifice to the idol, and reveled in the works of their hands. But God turned away from them, and handed them over to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you offer to me slain victims and sacrifices for forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? No, you took along the tent of Moloch and the star of your god Rephan, the images that you made to worship. I will remove you beyond Babylon. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me with glory. For I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. And afterwards receive me with glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, you will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. 
who show mercy to our ancestors and remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath which God swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. You show mercy to our ancestors and you remember your holy covenant. And so on this Wednesday morning, we begin our day not just with worship, but with prayer, bringing our prayers spoken and unspoken, and hoping for a day in which our minds remain prayerful, our minds remembering the presence of our God, who takes delight in us. We give thanks for the words of Stephen and take encouragement. For he was not one of the church leaders, not one of the church preachers, but instead someone dedicated to service and yet when called, could speak of his faith. We pray that we have a growing clarity of what our faith is, what our faith means to us, what our faith means within our church family, and what a gift the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the knowledge of his sacrifice. What a gift this is to us and to our world. May we share the wonder of this grace, its joy, its challenges, and may we show the way of the cross through service in our lives. We pray that our church family is more than just doing religion, is more than just another religion for those who have been brought up in a certain way. We pray that our church family is one based on Christian values, one based on the kingdom of God, that when we pray, thy kingdom come, we are part of the answer to that prayer in the way that we think and speak and do.
give us encouragement when we feel weak, when we are full of doubt. Give encouragement to those who feel lonely at this time, those who feel unsupported, those who feel unable to contribute or to be appreciated. We give thanks for the conversations and the worship that takes place in our church family. We pray for the ongoing work as we continue to develop and adapt. We try new things. We give thanks for the patience within our church family. And we pray that in these times, the bonds of love ever increase between us. We pray for the service this morning in the church, the blended service for our curate, Paul, as he continues to, in his start of his ministry with us. We pray for Martin and Anna on their honeymoon, that they are rested and they too find that that bond of love increases day by day, each day, each month and each year. We give thanks for Bishop John and pray as he prepares for leading the service on Sunday. As we organise and adapt, we pray for our businesses in town as they too adapt to all sorts of changes and try to recover. We pray for our schools with all the work that's ongoing and again all the adaptations that need to be made. We pray for students and parents, enthusiastic, concerned, excited, or many, so many emotions to bring as we approach the start of term. We pray for those we know who are ill in body, mind or spirit. for ourselves, if and when we are not of full health. We pray that we know and are stilled by the knowledge of your healing presence. We pray for our doctors and nurses and carers, our hospitals and surgeries and care homes. And we pray for those who grieve at this time praying for those who work in the funeral industry. And we give thanks that we have the gift of life this day. May we live it and use it with the knowledge of the gift of life into eternity. And may we grow closer to you this day and grow closer to others in love in your name this day. O oh God, you declare your almighty power most chiefly in showing mercy and pity. Mercifully grant to us such a measure of your grace that we, running the way of your commandments, may receive your gracious promises and be made partakers of your heavenly treasure 
through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And so let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, Father who, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.